come to Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. These words of Jesus are like a familiar well. The pump looks the same, the ladle is the same, but the water is always newly refreshing. The 20th century's Prince of Preachers, Dr. R.G. Lee, in one of his messages noted that the word come is conspicuously missing from the world's religions. Quote, You'll not find it in the Book of the Dead in Egypt. Zeus, the mighty mythical god of the Greeks, never beckoned them to come. Think on the stone god of Buddha, not one invitation for his followers to come unto him. Confucianism, the ancient religion of China, with its love of learning and its worship of ancestors, it never calls its followers to come. Islam, who has written its history in blood, slavery, and destitution, it does not invite the weary to rest. It does not invite the heavy laden to ease. It does not invite the suffering to come to the Savior for peace and pardon. End quote. But by the lips of Jesus, we are instructed to come. Come to Jesus wherever you may be. Spurgeon said, quote, As a mother puts out her finger to her little child and woos it to walk by saying, Come, even so does Jesus. End quote. This open invitation is garnished with a description of the attendees, those that labor and are heavy laden. The Jewish teachers of that day promised rest on the condition of minute attention, not only to all the ceremonies of the written law, but also to the traditions of the elders. Layer after layer of burdensome laws and regulations. Although we may not be burdened by the minutia of attempting to keep the Old Testament law, Yet we can be overcome by the weight of life's burdens, the toil of our labors, and the anxiety of invading fears. So the invitation still stands. Come to Him. Come to Him and rest in His unmatched sovereign control, His inexhaustible resources, and His superabounding love for you. There is rest in Jesus. He not only says, Come, but He says, Take. Take my yoke. The cross of Christ is the greatest symbol of Christianity. It stands as an awesome reminder of all that Jesus suffered for us. But Jesus also spoke of the cross as a symbol of Christian dedication, calling on his disciples to take up their cross and to follow him. The yoke that Jesus calls us to in this verse could also be used as another symbol of Christian commitment. To picture a yoke, imagine a heavy timber with two wooden loops for the oxen to place their head through, connected to a plow by leather straps. The two animals together would pull the plow deep into the soil. Although yokes are not usually painted on church buildings or worn as jewelry around the neck, perhaps they should be. For the yoke as much as the cross is a symbol of submission to Jesus Christ our Lord. In the book, The Complete Disciple, Paul W. Powell elaborates, quote, The cross and the yoke symbolize for us the two different aspects of commitment. The cross is an instrument of death. The yoke is an implement of toil. The cross is a symbol of sacrifice. The yoke is a symbol of service. 
The cross suggests blood. The yoke suggests sweat. To be committed to Jesus means that we are ready for either the yoke or the cross. End quote. The picture here is of two oxen paired in a yoke. Now, from what I understand about ancient farm customs, when a young ox was put to pulling the yoke, he would be paired with a stronger and much older ox to bear the bulk of the burden. Also, the yokes of those days were so heavy and pressed down so hard on the animals that they could not bend their necks at all. And the sheer weight of the yoke would cause them to stumble and fall. Here in our text, Jesus assures us that this is not his yoke. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. The word easy indicates that which is good and kind and gracious. The word light indicates not cumbersome, but manageable. It is made up of the two words that mean push and small. How could a yoke be easy? How could this burden be light? Because when we come to Him and take His yoke upon us, then He's carrying all the weight. There is our rest. Here is the question to ask ourselves. Is our Christianity carrying us? Or are we attempting to carry our own Christianity? Peter assures us that we are to experience the former rather than the latter. Writing in 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. In this invitation, Jesus assures us that we can learn of him. But the only way that we can become acquainted with the person of Jesus is under the yoke. You and I will never know the meekness, the gentleness of Jesus without submitting to his yoke. We will never know the lowly heart of Jesus, the humility of Jesus without his yoke. As much as the cross is a symbol of being a disciple of Jesus, so is the yoke. This open invitation to surrender ourselves to the yoke of Christ, yielding our lives to be coupled to His, is truly the only way to find sure rest for our souls.